It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Listen, put me in the parking lot, you know, um, with Bears, and I'll go out there and play. It don't matter. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Let's get it. Happy Wednesday, Zach Blackerby, Michael Pappas. What's up, buddy? Nothing much, Zach. How are you this morning? Uh, I'm good. I'm good. Stayed up too late watching whatever that was on TV last night. But that's okay. We're powering through. So we witnessed major history yesterday during Gus Malzahn's press conference. It was the most boring presser of all time. But we get some certified Big Boy Piggy's audio. Also, Big Cat is fine. We'll touch on that in a moment. A listener, uh, a lot of listener questions today. Randy from Milwaukee had an interesting take about DJ Williams. Should we be comparing him to a former back that's still playing in the NFL on Sundays? And we also discuss the hate that Georgia is throwing to Bo Nix. We will have locked on Bulldogs on tomorrow and make it feisty and contentious. And um, a lot of you got listened to their show this week and kind of pointed it out to us. So we'll talk about that as well. Um, today's show brought to you by our great friends at Fetch Me Home Delivery. You can use promo code 10 off 10OFF to uh, Moe's Barbecue this week, as well as Mama Mocha's and Piazza Roman Pizza. So you kind of got a nice variety there, depending on what you want. So you use promo code 10 off. Your uh, your order has to be over 30 bucks to get that $10 off, but well worth it. You can also use promo code ZAC20, Z-A-C-2-0, for your first delivery free. Perfect for staying home this weekend and watching football. If you don't want to leave the house, you don't have to. So uh, head over to FetchMeDelivery.com to place an order or download their free updated app. Just search Fetch Me in your phone's app store. So Gus Malzahn, most boring presser in the history of college football yesterday. He had a very typical opening, Michael Pappas. Here is what he said. Just first of all, we're real excited uh, to be playing Georgia, uh, going there this year. Um, Looking at a team that's probably the most talented team overall in the SEC, very well coached. Um, you know, you look at them defensively; uh, they're very sound. They make you earn stuff. They don't give up a whole lot of big plays, and they got most of their defensive back uh, that I thought was excellent last year. And uh, you know, their defense coordinator does a great job, and obviously Kirby, uh, you know, has his hand on the defense and. and and one of the best in the country. Offensively, uh, you know, their OC, Todd Munkin, is a guy that's been successful in, in uh, college. He's been successful in the NFL. Um, so it's a, it's a good big task for us, but I, I will tell you this, our guys are extremely excited to be going there and playing Georgia. All right, not a whole lot there, Michael. Any takeaways from that? Yeah, he said that Georgia looks well coached, and they finished the first half of their game last week with more penalty yards than offensive yards. Mm -hmm. I don't know of a whole lot of well-coached teams that have that kind of thing happen to them. Um, What else? Todd Munkin? Um, As a Browns fan, I'm pretty confident he's not a good coach. All right. Um, He was asked about not being able to win in Athens. He said it was tough to win there. Um, No positive COVID tests. After the first game, that is uh, exciting news. Um, this isn't super interesting, but we love certified big boy uh, Piggies. So here is what he said um, about J.J. Piggies. You know, we, we thought he played well. Uh, <clears throat> he's a guy that's extremely talented. 
that has great potential, we feel like. So we'll, we'll see, you know, what that means moving forward. But for the first time, and, and I, I'll say this, I thought all of our freshmen that we put out there did some good things. And there's nothing like a first game for freshmen, you know, just to, okay, that's what it feels like. Okay, that's the speed that we got to do. Okay, that. So um, all those guys that played, you know, we feel like are, are going to be really good players. Thanks. A lot of love for the uh, the freshmen, and I think that is a good thing. I agree with them. I thought the freshmen looked fine. None of them really you know, broke the game open, but they didn't have to. That's not what their role is going to be this year. Maybe Tank Bixby down the line, but yeah, I, I, th- I thought that was a fine response when asked about certified big boy uh, J.J. Pegues. Dude, absolutely. I'm just thinking about that uh, that first play that we saw him in, in the film room, when the, the defensive back is just running away because he's afraid. Who's who's laughing the hardest? Who's 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 throwing things at him? This is uh, I mean I'm just I'm happy for him. I'm happy to see him for a couple of years. I'm yeah. glad that Gus likes him, and I'm glad that he's putting him on the field early. Yeah, me too. I didn't think he was going to play this much early, but yeah, first game. That's that's a that's a positive thing. We also heard from Big Cat Bryant. He said he is fine, so I think we're expecting a full go there for Saturday among the defensive front. So. Uh, my prediction was, you know, going into the season that Big Cow is going to have a killer year. He's going to need to um, step up in order for that to be true. And I think you will. I think you will. Today's show brought to you by our good friends at Built Bar. No other protein bar on the market has uh, as much protein with as few calories and as few grams of sugar than Built Bar. Also, the taste, incredible. It is 100% covered in pure, decadent chocolate. And it's good for you. It's good for you. Most of the bars have like 180 calories. I think your average protein bar has two, three, four hundred calories, and also it's kind of jam packed with sugar. The majority of uh, the makeup of this is is protein, so you absolutely have to love it. And they have flavors for everybody. So head over to builtbar.com. Use promo code Locked On for ten dollars off of your first box. That's builtbar.com using promo code Locked On. NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. All right, let's head over to some listener questions to get some of their thoughts and questions about this matchup coming up on Saturday. Michael Everest had a really good voicemail, like a really good voicemail. I think, if I may be so bold, it may be in the running for a Lopa. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Here is, uh, here's that. Hey, Zach and Michael. This is Everest Cat. Um, something I noticed about the game this past Saturday, and maybe I really haven't noticed it before, but um, even my dad and I were talking about it while watching the game. Is it just us, or did it look like our receivers were actually, like, trying to make a juke and trying to do a better job of getting out in space? Like, in the past, it always just kind of seemed like that they would more so just try to power ahead, but, like, actually saw Seth Williams making a few cuts. And then also, um, for this upcoming week, do you think that maybe the reason we didn't see Schwartz maybe take a speed sweep or maybe get the ball or take a deep shot, get the ball more so to Schwartz and even some of the younger receivers, do you think maybe it was kind of just because, hey, we're doing well against Kentucky, we don't need to break out anything, and we'll kind of save that for Georgia? Just thoughts, and uh, appreciate the show. You guys do an awesome job. Look forward to hearing from y'all. Thank you. And if you want to leave a voicemail or text the show, you can do so by uh, 
texting or calling 205-502-4285. Michael, what are your thoughts on that? I thought it was a great voicemail. Incredible. I mean, absolutely. Am I ready to say it's up for a Lopa? Not positive. I think it was great quality. I think the pacing was solid. I think it showed poise. It was a good question. Also with solid observation. I think he's got away with words. I, 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 I thought it was an outstanding voicemail. I, I think it's on the, uh, the Lopa watch list for best voicemail of the year. Mm-hmm. I mean, if I had to, if we're nitpicking um, a little clearer with the name delivery okay. at the beginning. Okay. Uh, for example, all of our, uh, our, our show outline says Everett. Right. And um, it sounds like his name is Everest. Correct. And I couldn't tell you what the last name is. So, I mean, it's stuff like that that would really take it to the the next level. I love it. You know? I love it. But regardless, uh, yeah, so circling back to the question, though, um, I agree with you. One, I, and, and this is the cop-out answer, and I'll give you more in just a second, but one, the, the receivers are better. The receivers are better than they have been. I think this is the best receiving core Auburn's had since I've been watching them. Um, so over the last 27 years, that's kind of where we're at there. And then as far as um, as far as them getting into space, I think Morris did a good job getting them into space. And as far as Seth making guys miss, yeah, I think uh, I think they did a good job keeping Kentucky's defensive backs off balanced and kind of um, wrong ar- wrong arming them is what my football coach uh, called it when you uh, kind of make a make a very simple cut and you make somebody arm tackle you with the arm that they are uh, they are that is opposite the direction of the momentum that their you know, body is going. And so Seth did that a ton. Um, and he did that a ton last year as well. But, I mean, as far as guys like Eli Stove and Anthony Schwartz, they got the ball and they, you know, they ran downfield. And you absolutely love to see that. Is it significantly more than we've seen in the past? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. But it definitely seemed like Bo did a good job finding the guys that were open. And the guys did a better job getting open. Um, how much of that is scheme? How much of that is quarterback playing? How much of that is receivers? I, I think the answer is all of the above to some extent. I know that's a bit of a cop-out answer, but that's kind of where I'm standing with it. Michael, do you want to add anything there? I think part of it is that the guys were ca- they weren't catching the ball with a defensive back you know, in their hip pocket. Yeah. Right? They were making catches in, in the open field with time and space to to make a cut, really. I mean, to, to, to make a guy miss. And that is, um, that's awesome. Right. Whether it is, you know, who, whoever's fault it is, they're open, man. I'm not going to complain about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then as, as far as, um, I think, I think the second part of his voicemail was about the jet sweep. Um, I, I think we'll see plenty of that this season. I think they had a game plan, um, mm-hmm. against Kentucky and also, you know, Morris is calling the plays. He may not like that type, that scheme type of run. That Malzahn does, but we'll see. I mean, surely they're going to find ways to get the ball in Anthony Schwartz's hands a little bit more. Um, yeah, we'll see. I believe it was one of the things that a friend of the program, Justin Ferguson, wrote recently um, about that. And I mean, basically, Morris averages like one carry per game for a receiver in in his coaching history. Got it. Um, so we might not see that. It, it and and that went to Eli, right? This past yeah. week, I think Eli was the only receiver with a rushing attempt. Um, I'm not positive to be honest with you, but that doesn't mean that he won't run the little like catch and like toss pass right in front of you. You know, that's like technically a pass, but is 
for all intents and purposes, a run. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not sure how often he does stuff like that, but yeah, um, I do know that trend wise, or, or yeah, when you look at the numbers, he he does right. not do wide receiver runs nearly as much as Gus does. Yeah, Eli was the only receiver with a rushing attempt for seven yards there. Uh, we got a text here to 205-502-4285. Meant to message after the game Saturday, but can we talk about how bad the announcers were for the game on the SEC Network? Having to call the games from home was just a terrible experience. Um, what were your thoughts on the game experience for people watching at home? I didn't mind it. I didn't notice that they were really calling the game from home. I knew they were. I didn't notice that. I just I don't think Jordan Rodgers is good at uh, calling games. I think he's fine if you want him to, uh, you know, be an analyst or something like a panelist on a talk show or something, but I don't think he's good at live events. So that's, um, that's just me. And we watched the bachelor and the bachelorette. So I, I, you know, I liked him from that, but uh, I just, I don't know. I, I thought that was a miss. I thought that was a miss. Uh, um, yeah. You got something? The part that bothered me about them calling it from home was that every other game that I watched, this weekend, the the guys were at the field, right? So I didn't really understand that, but um, I didn't really think they missed a beat from the calling from home perspective. Other than there was stuff that happened on the field that it kind of seemed like they didn't know about, like the Shivers injury. Yeah, you know, you're not there. You can't see the field. You can only see yeah. what the you know the production crew is sending you. Right. Correct. Um, and then yep. Jordan Rogers just didn't sound prepared. Right. Okay, we got a text, 205-502-4285. I read a UGA's SB Nation article talking major crap on Bo Nix and Auburn. Obviously, I take these things with a grain of salt because he didn't actually watch the game. They alluded to the fact that they believe Stetson Bennett is a better quarterback because he graded out much better. Pretty laughable if you ask me. I feel strangely confident heading into this game, even given the small sample size we've seen of Auburn. Love the show. War Eagle. Yeah, I mean, that's been the attitude from just the Georgia media as a whole. And I got a lot of texts and tweets um, saying, hey, you need to listen to Locked On Bulldogs from Tuesday. And I did so. And um, yeah, I mean, they're very low on Auburn. And, you know, one of the guys said that, hey, they think that they can win a national championship with Stetson Bennett as their quarterback. And then they turn around and say, you know, how bad Bo Nix is. And how bad Bo Nix and the Chad Morris offense looked against Kentucky. And how bad the offensive line was. And uh, they said Bo Nix got sacked and he didn't. It was, a, it was a rush for minus one yards. But the, And it's like, okay, well, did you see your offensive line? And like, by the way, Kentucky is way better <laughs> than Arkansas. And the, the whole gist of it was you know, when they started talking about Auburn, they were like, well, first off, Kentucky's better than Auburn. And it's like, well, 29-13 to 13 says otherwise, but that's fine. That's okay. That's okay. So, um, you know, Auburn fans strangely confident going into Athens. Georgia fans way too confident with Auburn coming to Athens this weekend. Yeah, I agree. I actually did read the same um, SB Nation article. Yeah. The the whole Stetson Bennett is better than Bo is interesting to me. Um, you have, you know a one-half of football sample size against a garbage football team. Um, yeah, I, I mean, the guy didn't... In the article, he didn't offer a, a whole bunch of opinions. Um, he, he did reference the uh, the grading, and 
don't know. I mean, that that is true. Stetson Bennett did grade out very well because he didn't miss a lot of throws. But, again, half of a game sample size against a team that could not prepare for you and, oh, yeah, hasn't won an SEC football game in over two years? They've lost nine in a row, 19 in a row, 20 in a row now? Yikes. So let's let's maybe slow down a little bit. All right, we got more stuff coming up right here on Locked On Auburn. The NCAA tournament is almost here, and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Shady Rays has the best shades on the market, and we are giving a pair of them away. Tune in every day this week and text our hotline number, 205-502-4285, at the end of the week with all five words that we give uh, you guys this week for a chance to win a pair. And if you missed yesterday's show, check that out. Today's word is truck. Why is it truck? When I was writing this outline on the couch last night, I looked at my wife and I said, say a random word. She said truck. So there's that. So be sure to tune in to Monday and Tuesday's show um, to make sure you get all of the words for that as well as tomorrow and Friday. In the meantime, head to ShadyRays.com and buy a pair and use uh, promo code Auburn25 for 25% off your order. They offer a lifetime warranty. If you break them, lose them, or somehow they become unwearable, they will send you another pair. It's easy as that. That's at ShadyRays.com. Use promo code Auburn25. Randy from Milwaukee sent us a text. Not only did Shrug make me laugh, it took a five-yard fault start and turned into a 15-yard personal foul. I think it was the first chink in the UK experienced armor. They fell apart after that. Best offensive player, Seth. Best defensive player, Roger McCreary. Special teams, Tank. And Colonel Steve is holding smoke to a level that I don't think smoke will ever reach. Stat of the game, UK holds the ball for 13 minutes longer and only scored a total of 13 points and gave up 1.2 yards per carry. And the defense only allowed three yards per snap played. Yeah, the defense was very good. Yeah, um, I, I, Zach, I think you and I both talked about that. Um, Auburn only ran like 20 offensive plays in the first half. Mm-hmm. Um, tough to get into a rhythm when, when you know, the other team has the ball for like the entire game. Um, yeah, everyone pointing to like how Kentucky stats are all way higher seems to miss that they – they had the ball for twice as long. Right. Um, at the top of the show, I, I was kind of teasing that Randy from Milwaukee had to take about DJ Williams. I'm wrong. It was Dr. Dan. Uh, he texts us, Hi, Locked On crew. Dr. Dan here again. Given what I keep hearing from fans and what I heard in Monday's show, thank you for listening, I'm going to make a somewhat bold prediction. I feel like DJ Williams is becoming the next Peyton Barber, like Barber was during his time at Auburn. Williams has also been criticized for being too slow and not explosive enough. Yet, the coaches obviously see something in him over Bixby and MAR. He played in more drives, had more touches, and was the only running back to catch a pass on Saturday. He has one, he is, his one negative is his quickness, which hurt him Saturday behind that new offensive line. As the O-line gets better and starts to gel, I see Williams showing more and more success. My bold prediction, DJ Williams leads Auburn in rushing attempts in 2020. I think Shivers may have more touches when counting receptions, but I think Williams ends up running it more. If it goes like it did on Saturday, obviously, I mean, just 
I mean, you kind of mentioned the stats there. That will be true. I think the big question is, will Tank turn it on at some point this season? I think that's the big question. Yep, absolutely. And and how much is the coaching staff weighing the experience that DJ Williams got last year when putting him ahead of of Tank and Mark Anthony Richards? Yep. Right. And and um, uh, I think Peyton Barber is is better than DJ Williams, or, or Peyton Barber was better than DJ is now. But but when, um, when, but when you think we'll back about Peyton Barber's time at Auburn, I mean Auburn fans were not happy with him at all. Peyton. When Peyton yeah. was back, so uh, it, it is. It's a similar situation. I like that Doctor Dan brings that up. I uh, I agree with you. I think Peyton did a better job of falling forward. Um, but also, I don't think we really know enough about DJ yet to kind of make that full comparison there. Two zero five five zero two four two eight five. Jamie says Smoke Monday was second on the team in tackles, first on the team in missed tackles. We talked about this yesterday. This is not confirmed. I did not fact check this. I'm just trusting Jamie. Also, no verbs, so cannot confirm if that's what he's saying or he's just throwing this at the wall, right? Because he just texted Smoke Monday, second on the team in tackles, first on the team in missed tackles. Yeah. It could be like a like a clever quip there, like a, you know? True. I don't know. Jamie, can you can you confirm? Let us know. Can yeah. you can you text a Whoa. Can you text a picture? Mm-hmm. Uh, can yeah. You, yeah, we can receive those. Can you, can yeah. you tweet us? Um, you guys need to have on Locked On UGA. I listened today and they're delusional. They said UGA could win a natty with Stetson Bennett. They said Bo Mix looked terrible on Saturday and said Kentucky was by far the better team. Yeah, I touched on this a second ago. We will have them on tomorrow. We're scheduled to record with them this afternoon. We'll air that tomorrow morning. Um, I, yeah, I listened as well. They, um, they're very low on Auburn and it's largely has to do with their offensive line and Georgia's offensive line was worse against the worst team. So we'll see what that looks like. Um, last last thing today. Hey, guys, it's Blake. Hey, Blake. Can we start calling Seth Williams Flex Williams? I think the nicknames work better for the lesser-known players. Yeah, that's probably true. Because like we'll talk about Seth Williams a lot, and I don't want people to be like, who? Who? Why don't you just say Seth? Um, it's also tough when he has such a short first name. Right. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know, man. I'm a big fan of just Seth Williams, grown man. Right. Yeah. Uh, I, Blake, I think it's great. I just don't think it fits. That's all. That's all it is. That's it. Now, certified big boy Piggy, sign me up for that. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Where can people find you, buddy? Follow me on Twitter, at CouchPapTato. Follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. Follow the show on Twitter at Locked on Auburn and on Instagram at Auburn Podcast. We'll be back tomorrow with uh, the folks from Locked on Bulldogs as we uh, get a bigger picture of what's going on on Saturday. Right here on Locked on Auburn. It's the Locked on Podcast Network, your team every day. NCAA tournament is almost here and listening to Locked On College Basketball will give you the edge you need to dominate your bracket. So don't wait. Find Locked On College Basketball on YouTube or wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day.